To me, being in this band and creating an album, it's like bed frame is the drummer. Everything is going to be supported on, on that. Buddy, how are you? How are things? Good, man. All good. <laughs> Excellent to speak uh, with you, my friend. Yeah, um, I think I'm not seeing your video yet. Just letting you know. Uh, two seconds. Ah, here we go. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Motherfucker, you you're looking great, man. You're looking after yourself. Well done. You too, man. You too, man. Thank I you. I can dig it. I can dig it. I actually have. So you've got the. Uh, just lean back for me a bit. You've got. Um, that's just the. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Okay, so yeah, similar sort of vibe with what we went with. Um, I'm digging it. I've got the uh, medium rarities. Um, yeah, you know, from Richie when I spoke with him, I immediately like just spammed the store. I was like, buddy, I don't know how it works divvying up. Like, and I hope it is. You you just hope in your heart that like these artists that I get a mini aneurysm anytime I never see an artist credited for any post anywhere. I just it's like. What the? What are you fucking talking about? That's how I actually ended up speaking with Paul Shipper, who did the posters, who's done the posters for um, Star Wars. Um, I would love to hear oh, awesome. him on an episode with Bill because Bill would freak out talking about you know Drew Struzan and stuff. But um, awesome. yeah, for sure. But but no, and and I just yeah, like Richie's work is is incredible. And uh, you need to help me, um, buddy. Can you can you help me manifest something? Is, Go uh, for it. The Medusa Wolf who did the work. The amazing artwork for um, Emperor Sand, Alan, Alan Brown. He is lovely. He's 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 introverted like me, you know. And I want I want to speak with him. I just want to get him on the show and signal boost the guy. I want you know what I mean, like. And eventually, Paul as well. Paul Romano would be really oh, that'd be That'd be sick, man. And I you have, have to be. Yeah. Well, I want to actually say, buddy, for for reaching out and like for for riffing and being patient with the schedule shifts and stuff like thank you that's so kind of oh, you know? you're welcome huh? no problem at all i have actually spoken to um medusa wolf a couple of times online mm. so don't know, maybe if we if we both pester him he might he might yeah. cave yeah from it. a place of love even it's not even like gotta i'm ocd must have him on the show it's just because <laughs> i know that uh if i the most fucking introverted person can almost be 300 episodes in to a podcast it's just i want him i want the very best for him you know and uh, obviously ultimately if he's like yeah hard no love you very much i'll like see you next year you know <laughs> um but dude yeah man that's me going off on tangents, man. Thank you for being who you are, doing what you do. You, you're, you're such a positive force in, in the in the Mastodon community. Um, Likewise, man. Yeah, I, 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 I love that there's that Venn diagramming of creators and community, which is what my network and stuff is all about. And uh, you have some brand tales for us as well later, which is going to be really rare. <laughs> but, yeah, um, man, definitely. Before all that, man, how does the day find you? All good today, man. I've had... Uh... I've seen, accidentally seen various members of my family that I haven't seen because oh. of the whole COVID thing. <laughs> Just I running into out the, the shop. house. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Yeah, stepped, stepped out and bumped into everybody. Oh, it's like, like signs from the universe. Yeah, that's it, man. How about you? Um, so audio, sorry, not audio. Internet uh, here in Australia is fucked, and I'm very close to. <laughs> Uh, so where where do you you're in the world you're in the UK or America? Yeah. Okay, UK? UK. It's it's very likely the missus and I are gonna fucking jump ship from. It's just they're not getting their shit together. Um, we're first world and all that, and yet it's just chuggy as fuck. And uh, so I had to do some compression. I had to do other Elden Ring stuff where we got Dune coming up as well. But um, if you trace things chronologically for me and it's like i'm i i love the the premise of the podcast network it, it is literally broadening 
my my horizons like with the conversation with russell brownlee for gojira like i love gojira but mm -hmm. the, the premise of me now it's the gojira podcast i am like i'm going to speak with the producer of that video later and then amazonia oh, okay. and stuff and again venn diagramming and you're all obviously man just stay in touch you're welcome to be on any of those because if you have questions for like these oh people, yeah man um and when i spoke i'd with love to yeah, man. Oh, well, then I'm literally just going to spam you. I'll be like, hey, I'm speaking with <laughs> uh, music director of Iron Tusk. Jesus fuck. Like, I want to I want to track down those boffins. Like, tell me about when you were shooting the fucking Sea Beast music video. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, right, that is man. a cool video as well. You're, so you're with me on that journey. Excellent. <laughs> Definitely, man. I can dig it. Um, but yeah, I suppose uh, we could do the, the Mastodon ID thing because guess what? You're the first. Uh, you are on the creative space though with uh, with wax. Uh, wax wax structures, is it? Uh, wax futures. Wa yeah. Wax futures, yeah, yeah. So you are on That's... the um, the creative side with wax futures. Now fill me in, man, with, with that sphere of your life with music and how it interrelates with Mastodon. Uh, well, um, wax futures were a band that um, just a local band from my town, yeah. and uh, I kept seeing their name on flyers. And I used to go to all of their gigs. First time I saw them, I bought a tape and a CD, mm. um, T-shirt as well, and just kind of went to all of their local gigs and just got hanging out with them a couple of times. And then they were having issues with their drummer. Oh, yeah. He, they ended up reaching out. The, the bassist, who I never really spoke to, he reached out to me the one day and was just like, oh, I might have something that you'd be interested in. I thought you wanted to start a new band. <laughs> and then the singer from the band messaged me the next day basically saying the same thing and they were both like you know would would you be up for being in the band and i was just like fuck yeah they were like my favorite local band so i fuck got yeah. really lucky i'm digging it man well it's um, all, all of it's going to be in the description for people to just spam and check out in fact i like guilting people to doing it pause the show go check out <laughs> some wax futures right now and fucking spam uh, Danny on all of these now now I've got Danny Jukes I'm, I can just call you Danny right is that cool yeah yeah okay. man. Dan man all that's gonna all the daggy puns all the daggy nicknames are coming man <laughs> that's wonderful well I'm so glad and and so what do you play in the band uh drums drums yeah you fucking do ah you fucking maniac I love drummers man and uh, I I the thing is with Mario for example it's their sister band so many like oh, the Meshuggahs and the Baroness, it's all one big heavy fucking music family. And I um, usually find that if you like one of those bands, just, you usually uh, like them all. Yeah, yeah. And same <laughs> and then you have something orbiting that, which is we're speaking soon for the Delouse and the Comatorium eighteenth anniversary for the Mars Volta podcast. We spoke with C D Clark, who did the art direction for La Realidad de los Suenos. And just awesome. having Cedric show up on Blood Mountain, I fucking love Blood Mountain, man. Um, I love all of them. It just it, it's an ascent, seriously, to just oh yeah, keep loving what they're doing. Not from a fanboy place, from a place of that's a group of people who have decided to lead from integ artistic integrity, personal integrity, and uh, uh, they're yeah, they're my favorite band of all time. Like I feel very unfettered in saying that, just from every like the human experience point of view. Like they're all great human beings first, and then oh, and self-challenging, increasingly evolving artists. That's why this episode's called 20 Years of Evolution," man. So slick leg, oh, yeah. fuck, twenty fucking years ago, they just like a couple of scrappy twenty-year-old scraggly iconoclastic <laughs> motherfuckers just going like, okay. Slick leg bitch, you know? Yeah, my fucking guy over here. <laughs> got, got that one. Signed as that well, you signed. Okay, so Danny, you are officially the co-host of <laughs> the Mastodon podcast, okay? You understand that, right? <laughs> oh, more than happy. Well done. And I'm serious because my approach, I was actually messaging someone about this is, as you saw, this is the first episode of the show. It's going to ramp up now. I think I've got some things sorted with the rhythm, but you're episode three after Richie. Uh, and then Richie was like a year or so after Skinner. And now things are really like we're hitting a, a great momentum and we're going to, it'll be good to catch up after the Georgia Aquarium gig as well, you know? Oh, uh, definitely. Um, but always, that's me essentially setting up like it's always with me across everything literally zero pressure expectation anything uh i don't even think about like i'm obviously going to be spamming all the this goes out onto the consolidated channel which is th around 40k subscribers so that'll actually get you in front of a, a whole bunch of eyes and just getting people your way signal boosting you um 
But the whole point of it is, you know, that happens out of people connecting with you, never out of like, oh, we're led from wanting to make money or whatever. For me, the whole thing is it's just community. And frankly, a community like Mastodon, you saw, you see Purple Haze, you see um, uh, the Mastodon uh, mayhem, like fan people, like this, it's very fucking wholesome. I think we got a good energy. What do you reckon of the like the Mastodon vibe of, of like community and stuff? Well, I used to, when I had Facebook, I was part of the Mastodon mayhem facebook page um i just used to any any time i ever had anything to um shout about mastodon wise i'd always share it in there and i ended up becoming friends with um a guy called richard who ran his own behemoth fan page as well and uh, i'm good friends with him now and you know um there's another guy who lives in leeds which is north of where i live um he's a big mastodon fan he ended up actually getting me a baroness tour t-shirt because i couldn't go to the gig so everybody i've met through this whole fandom has been great you know it's yeah. always very welcoming very warm every time i've been to see mastodon which is about 10 11 times or something now i've never had any bullshit at the gigs it's always just like a level of respect yeah it, that you don't usually get in the metal community a lot of the times i find Mm, I, I think it's good to also bring Behemoth in. Nergal is very, very kindred. As you saw, he takes his music very seriously, but not himself. He's there doing yoga poses. He's fucking. Absolutely. But as soon as yeah, when they're on stage, they're the they're real fucking deal. And we do have the Behemoth podcast. I've reached out oh, and awesome. gotten replies from wonderful Dennis Forkas, who did the Satanist artwork, who used oh, some of Nergal's legend. blood, the leukemia blood that he just painted with it. And so we're going to know that. We're going to speak with him and you have to be on that one, obviously, right? Like, oh, definitely. Fucking A, exactly. So, and bless, you know, I was already doing it before COVID, but bless COVID for really blowing open the Zoom highway of, you know, yeah. just like connecting people. Man, that is rad. Um, we can go all, in all kinds of omnidirectional, you know, um, areas with this one because it is a little, it's kind of a special time. Uh, we, we, I recorded some Elden Ring stuff just about how in the lead up to knowing what even something is it's very special and i put my little speculative thing on the instagram there but yeah. um but yeah i suppose well we've covered a little bit of like how you know with uh, wax futures and like mastodon and did you have you actually gone into like you actually encountering mastodon for the first time did you talk about that um no uh do you mean like when i discovered them yeah oh well um uh... Oh man, it was absolutely years ago. Um, exactly. Can I just, I want to pause there. I want to just cherish the <laughs> listeners and the viewers. He was so nonplussed by that question, which is like, what do you mean? Like, I've always breathed, bitch. Like, it, <laughs> he was almost offended that I asked it. Because I, I, I agree. It's for me, it's, it, they're an omni, they're an omnipresence. And uh, I, I actually find, um, you know, with this thing, I just want to alley you and support you more about this thing of the community something about Mastodon with how kind of they go into the mythological, they go into the storytelling, they cast a very wide, but then also in-depth net on the human experience. You actually get a lot of pretty well-adjusted, well-rounded people. It's like a bit of a marker. It's like, oh, Mastodon, it's like you're in it. You can enjoy it on the surface level, but then you can go into the deeper layers and then they bring so much of their authenticity and that uh, human experience catharsis of placing some of their grieving experiences, which, you know, first episode, Mm -hmm. um, uh, that I want to just really, yeah, Nick, Nick John, we're gonna we're gonna speak about him in September, you know, which will have been a couple of years since the news yeah. of his passing, and so then, yeah, so good vibes on that side as well, and and so yeah, see, they just they keep they keep shit real. My fiance does this uh, leadership mentoring um, stuff, and and it's really really valuable work, and and one of the things she's adage is she's it's a Leonard Cohen thing. It's uh, I yeah, it's like the light comes in through the wounds. It's like they've been really rocketed by life and 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 they chose not to be heightened with it and to escape or run away they actually face it and mm. channel it and it's very very healthy so healthy well-adjusted well-rounded people tend to be mastodonians which is kind of yeah, cool, absolutely know? like i always find that their music like that usually their new music comes to me at the the perfect time mm. it's really strange like um crack the sky came out around about the time that my a friend of mine committed suicide oh, um which obviously sucks for anybody but it was just so weird that that album kind of came out while i was in the grieving phase i found out that it was about bran's sister mm. doing the same and then you know a few years later 
um, Emperor of Sand comes out, and that's obviously based around cancer and stuff like this. And my granddad had just passed away after like no, a ten-year no, battle with it. Sorry. And it's like they they kind of they've always been like a pillar of support without yeah. them knowing it. <laughs> it's beautiful. just really weird how that happens. You know, mm. they they always seem to be there for me at the right time. It's beautiful. I think there's a nice little kind of cosmic alignment there, and um, yeah. I, I sort of have found that that I and I, I say Blood Mountain because I've whenever I'm actually trying to surmount something, <laughs> it, it's it's my album, and then how it just mm. you know starts up with uh, you know um, <laughs> you know this this wolf of, wolf is loose is just fucking get out of here. Oh. You know, it, it really gets you out of your head, and then it it makes oh, you definitely. And, I always but, feel like that intro, like the drums and how that album starts, it just kind of mm. kicks you in the dick and just like welcome. <laughs> to but um, <laughs> but I, and see I, again another spectrum of the Mastodon. What I what I find which resonates with me is, is that you have that pie chart of like yeah, they're, they're it's real deal like serious musicians, intelligent, cerebral real real deal stuff and then you have a nice 30 percent chunk of that it's just it's just fucking fun man and then yeah, wholesome man. and stuff and and like deathbound i love like such a <laughs> so good yeah and it's fucking rad um, yeah but i wanna i didn't just to say this about when we are going through tough times uh it's important uh please let it let it be a meta thing that if my pal Danny talking about that stuff now made your ears per perk up, like please get out of your head. We're here. There's Zoom calls. Reach out to me. Reach out to him and just riff because we're all open and and we want to uh, be a part of that collective spirit of um good vibes and good energy. And and here's my little. It might be daggy. You can really rise. But my thing about the depression thing is, it 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 is this fog that desperately wants you to believe it's this gray impenetrable wall so it just sort of is there and it just is this thing but if you literally just reach out with your hand it just your hand goes straight through and it's like oh that is literally just it's an illusion and that's not reality reality is what happens uh you know outside of that fog and you aren't you want that fog you want you are not your emotions those those come by and, and like a fog they pass and so yeah uh, it's, um, all, it's always worth getting through it as well yeah you're the always. man dude i can dig it oh look at you thinking you're listening to just the mastodon podcast we trojan horse in <laughs> some love you gotta have there's gotta be more love and unfettered gratitude and and, and uh, kinship with with one another in the world for sure um definitely but man you've got slig like there um and have we did we even tangent a little bit even more into talking because you have you have told me about like the moment you found Mastodon like the first song what's the first Mastodon song you listened to um it was March of the Fire Ants and it was, um... I'm gonna cut to <laughs> yeah. that right now Motherfucker! Yes, that was a live performance. Obviously, we don't we don't want to get copyright struck, but motherfucker, shit! <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good song, man. <laughs> it, was, it was totally monstrous. We, me and a friend of mine, were we were listening, we were watching MTV, and it was um, like two in the morning. It was 120 metal minutes, and mm. that just came on, and it didn't tell you who it was at the start of the video. We were just watching it, just like fucking hell this is heavy and then it came up at the end mastodon and we'd never heard of them and i never at that time i didn't delve any deeper and i didn't have the internet or anything like that and i just kind of forgot about them for years and then i'll say years a couple of years mm -hmm. went by and then i was at that same friend's house a couple of years later and 
he was listening to this album we were just chatting and drinking and i was like just earworming on this record that he was listening to and i was like dude mm-hmm. this album is fucking wild who is this my god he was like it's a uh, mastodon's album blood mountain yeah and, uh, <laughs> i basically went out the next day and bought everything yeah you fucking did to that point oh that's magnificent let's find the uh i um uh, there we go from my beautiful little booklet that i keep march of the finance right there awesome and just shout out again to paul who is just this we're, we're doing a dance paul and i paul romano and i i'll uh, reach out every couple of months and say i love you paul um and uh I, I resonate with you and we're very grateful for you and we know that and he's liking the post and i'm like so no pressure at all man i kind of want to just have this chronicle of the like criminally undersung visual artists of of the heavy music world you know there's beautiful magazine i actually found what in what ended up being amoeba records i fucking wandered into this place in la and i was like this is a huge record store okay and i just find this it's a, it was actually the first volume heavy artwork is what it's called or something and okay. and and so it's like this payan to to my my jam visually which is frankly dude if you and i we teleported right now to new york into the moma the museum museum of modern art we would have you and i would have to go to the front account and say can we please have some vomit bags like it's it's tough <laughs> it is rough this fucking place because you'll see toilet fucking seats nailed to the wall and that's art and then you have motherfucking you know Nergal's leukemia blood used to make this stunning Dionysian painting with fucking incredible and but like even let's just sh- shut the fuck up because that amazing artwork for Leviathan for Crack the Sky motherfucker mm. like Blood Mountain those should be framed in MoMA and man I got take, take me down a few notches man I'm I'm, I'm feeling it oh I'm angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's just it's fine art this stuff. And John Dyer Baisley, when we get him for mass, for a Baroness podcast, like he he would riff with you about that. He spoke with Richie, who was on the show and uh, on Revolver about yeah, you know, like the, this. It it. I mean, are you and I in like some kind of Black Mirror universe where that is somehow <laughs> not considered? It's like oh yeah, but that's heavy metal art, and it's. Can you speak to that, uh, man? What's what's going on? I, I think you are right. I mean, even there's still that stigma around heavy metal in general where it's underappreciated by you know the masses it's only when something goes wrong mm. in the metal community that it really gets spoken about openly mm. in um you know casual media <laughs> well i i agree like you know you look at you look at the album cover for leviathan i mean i've got part of it tattooed on my side and yeah fuck yeah and it's just epic it's like mm-hmm. you know if if that was just a piece of art by any old artist people would be going nuts over it mm. you know, i want to speak about was, let's just say if it was used for um, a reissue of moby dick the book yeah you know people would lose their fucking minds but because it's on an album cover by a metal band people just go eh. yeah and they and it's <laughs> it's sort of pamphletified and it's devalued and i just want to that's why i'm out here wanting to really like and i'm putting my utmost of signal boosting and production value and i i want to get at one point paul like in view like hd or medusa wolf and just and i'll do this thing which i found some success in i i have this you know former ocd brain where i i actually really enjoy the meticulous like admin and so just clipping out chunks and i'll probably do that for the skinner one where He's another artist. All of these artists that just, they absolutely should just be in front of way wider audiences and just, yeah, so that's the vibe for sure. Um, Did you you see the, um, I think it was the original piece for the Once More Around the Sun. mm, um, It's insane. It's It's absolutely monstrous. It's like a billboard. Yeah, yeah. And And again, you know, if anybody else was to do that, like a known artist, people would lose their fucking minds, but yeah. Well, I'm just going to speak on a metal album. They're like, yeah. exactly. It's fucked up. So what I'm going to do now is this is going to be trippy because 10 years from now, this is some fucking Twin Peaks shit, but be with me in this moment, dude, in 10 years, we're going to set up. I don't know how the fuck it'll work, if it'll be digital or physical, hopefully some someplace. I want to set up a Mastodon museum. Like, why the fuck not? Like a dedicated thing where because they have serious you can't do that for every band. And again, not a fanboyish thing. It is just honestly like the net amount of art and like 
fucking output and thematic. I mean, you can have certain wings of this fucking hypothetical place where it's like that's the the water element and that is, you know, the earth element and stuff. They mm. really lend themselves down to the fact that they their aesthetics, you know, one of the I, I first learned the word iconoclastic from an article describing Mastodon, which is that <laughs> they were at this time, like they didn't have the long hair. Um they did that. They could. I think they called them like intelligentsia truckers. Like they look like a bunch of truckers, but they fucking <laughs> singing, singing about Moby Dick. And 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 so they have a museum esque kind of quality to their like font choices. Like Garamond is is not a metal fun font, you know. And yet they made it <laughs> fucking metal. And, yeah. and 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 that's why for me, Blood Mountain this is this uh, wonderful fusion. I think Emperor of Sand really like has has incorporated so much with the. Uh, that sense of um old world you know and yeah i was just about to say that about um you said about the the font Mm. you know most mastodon albums have that same font and then you got to like the the hunter and they changed it up and once we're on the sun and then when emperor of sand was announced and they used that font i was like oh shit i know this is gonna be be big (laughs) that's right right there man oh i love it that's it it's a good vibe indeed yeah dude so yeah so basically so slick leg it's 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 something that i love i love that it is this thing which is oh yeah i guess we i guess someone at one point had to sit and think is like when was the first breath of oxygen taken hmm like it's <laughs> it's such a a taken for granted thing but yeah at one point Mastodon was just a bunch of 20 year olds coming together and i love the kill that cat videos you can see those i might cut to one of those now and there you go it's the the old school, you know, um, and they still have that. Like when you see them having their interviews, they're just a bunch of 20 year olds, like in whatever your old bodies, man. It's great. You know, Absolutely. I mean, Slick Leg, it masters on one of those bands that inspire me simply because of how grounded they are. But mm. Slick Leg is just something that, you know, a band of my band's caliber would put out, you know, mm. it's just a very small DIY kind of release and it's, and now we're talking about it 20 years later on a podcast it's like, yeah you know, it's like, you know i only hope that that happens with my band i and, will you know i'll and, see to it and... yeah wax features <laughs> podcast man we're starting it Thanks, man. <laughs> but yeah i mean um one of the things that i really like about them is all four guys in the band they all have their own personalities mm. when you see them all together they're like you know they're like best pals and they make like really serious music as you said before you know their lyrics are always you know there's a lot going on yeah there's a lot to think about they put a lot of into it yeah it it merits closer viewing and discussion for sure their artwork is just absolutely fantastic Mm. and then you listen to them in interviews and they're just like no ego whatsoever and they're just having a laugh and they're just really down to earth that yeah that they could be the most pompous assholes (laughs) ever they they could be but they're the total opposite they're not rock stars at all they're just really chilled i love it it's great i I think that goes for you know me people who've talked about our teachers that they've had great experiences with which is you know the ones who like okay so they're there for you with what they're with with what they offer in one case it's education and in many cases people have gotten hella educated off of mastodon i dove headlong into zarus russia (laughs) when (laughs) fucking crack the sky came out um and uh hearing like the lyric um what is it the circle the sons of the circle of Callisti Callisti, yeah and i was like who are they google oh i need to know who these people are absolutely (laughs) man i was doing for a while unconsciously in every selfie i was doing the Callisti, you know (laughs) (laughs) and they were like you fucking idiot i'm like yeah sorry i'm a nerd you know i believe in the expulsion of sin to prevent sin so you know (laughs) yeah and and so shout out to that omnidirectional eclectic heart of Mastodon in that way where you are subconsciously Trojan horse style like you know expanding minds I, I look honestly when I like my first cap my capillarian crest was my first Mastodon song which we are experimenting with a drug to create delusions of grandeur we manufacture hypersexed brown native vampires who can only be destroyed by a cross the color of white skin we create a laxative that induces vomiting and tint it with the color of the natives.
I have been getting my editing on, bitch. It's fucking right. <laughs> in the and in the end show, you'll see like ah, amazing. And so that is off of the. Uh, it's not the hell on earth. So it was. It was like it was on iTunes in two thousand eight, just fresh off of my army accident, uh, where I had gotten. Oh, like shit. A, yeah, no, I got left out on a firing range without hearing protection, a high vis vest, um, no bulletproof vest, and no radio. So the Shit. and just they forgot. So the quintuple whammy of negligence. It was bad, and and I had Sydney wow. there. I had I was just feeling, I was uh I I got my first tattoo after that to be like, fuck <laughs> the army, you know. And it was all my self designed symbols and stuff, which is all just based on morphogenesis. Cool, yeah, which is actually if you look up morphogenesis, it is the scientific word for the manner in which nature creates shapes, right? Because uh, I'm not Maori, I don't have that like actual lineage of like the, the you know the rite of passage, and I'm just some white guy. But what I do love is science, <laughs> and I love um, you know the the surrealists to a point where there's that automatic writing thing where you're actually putting patterns like intuitively. So there's a lot of like forest detritus and like branches and twigs and stuff. Oh yeah, that the more you look at that, the more you see. Thanks, man. And but the reason why I actually got the tattoos was Mastodon. And the reason oh, why sick. this one in particular flickers up like a couple of flames is because of Brand. Yeah. And the reason why that one goes a little bit down to my fucking wrist is because of Brand. Like it's Brand. these subtle little ways of, you know, like, yeah, rad. Like, and they oh. were- I got the uh, symbols. What the fuck? The I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking, this is the real deal. Yeah, so man, I'm vibing it. I'm vibing, we, if you're available one trillion percent man if the next episode is in like a year from now totally fine if you're busy but man i would vibe having album devoted discussions with you right like um, like well a for that. kind of thing um, okay man well it's all in the pipeline it's all in the pipeline yeah. mom's well, from England, all so. of their albums as well this this you know Me i don't too. like them all you know i do have my favorites but oh, yeah. there isn't a single mastodon album that i think was bad or where they no. lost it i think each one Mm. really stands on its own merit you yeah know, that any of those albums could have been their first and still been massive yeah. just that yeah. net amount of quality and for the decriers of certain albums um i just have no time for you because it means you've started following a narrative of you know a narrow-minded narrative which is like for example with the hunter i, I fucking love octopus has no friends i fucking <laughs> Love, you know, creature lives. Uh, black uh, tongue. Fingernails is probably my favorite. Oh, bedazzled! We're gonna speak with Tomas, yeah. who did the music video of that with the little. Oh, cool. Have you seen that one of the the I stop motion? No. We're cutting to a clip right now.
and I am going to send you this fucking community made. It's this guy. He's this amazing animator. I'm going to clip this out, send this to him as my official call out interview request mm -hmm. or hangout request or whatever. It's amazing. He hand animated um, and handcrafted like Troy is a wizard. You know, they got a little uh, um, for, for Bill. It's like this um, Bosk figure like playing guitar. It's all stop motion. Oh, awesome. and you fucking love it, man. And I, can't uh, believe I haven't seen that. And well, because you mentioned Bedazzled, so you, yeah, it's on it's on its way to you, man, for sure. Um, awesome. And yeah, yeah, and so then, but also with with once more, I mean, High Road is just step the fuck off. I love High Road, and I was getting into Diamond, uh, you know, it, like the like in the Witch House or whatever. Like I was getting into that, but I think off of uh, one more, once more, it's um, Sleep in the Deep because it's so ah, Joseph Campbellian. It's just hundred percent. That, that, <laughs> that is. Um probably my favorite song off that album it's just so different to everything else they had done at that point yeah it's epic i love the vocal melodies the lyrics just that song is one of those songs that makes me melt and i really do think it's an underappreciated master yeah. song yeah love and tread it. lightly as well i love so good ah, yeah. oh my god and so yeah what an and... album intro as well yeah they, and they're the... always so good at putting an absolute banger at the start of their album show exactly fucking it i was talking to brian ritchie of of the sword actually um you know because we do the sword podcast as well you, you into the sword as well those guys they're, they're I've, pretty good. I've never really listened to them you're gonna okay that's another one when i'm editing this future albert make sure to send danny some shit for sure so that's they have they they, they, they oh, you're all good man they have that same thing of like oh we value for ourselves as artists like the first impression like i'm talking wanting to get you in the first few seconds i'm serious like if something especially nowadays i don't know what it is like i am i've i have i have sub-zero patience for like anyone who doesn't like value my time off of the bat you know mm -hmm. i just i'm not going to indulge you and there's an adage which is don't make someone a priority who make you an option and it's like yeah, yeah. you're here i'm here i'm listening what have you got kind of thing and everything like the chimes at the start of you know and then oblivion like it's just it's like uh, a good book it, like that first sentence is is so important to them it's like a microcosm of the, the whole thing well, i i remember um, buying crack the sky when it came out and um one of my one of my best friends he's not really he's not really that into metal he loves mastodon but i got, got crack the sky took it around to his house and put it on and it was like, you know, a lot slower than their other stuff. And it was, we were a bit like, mm. oh, this is, this is really different. And then that chorus come in and we both just looked at each other like, whoa, mm. like, oh, like man. so good. I'm vibing it, man. Vibing and, and so funny, you use that same oh, intonation. You made me just think of, I was listening to it just before recording is the medium rarities is fallen torches. Like I'm, I'm always just like that latest one and, and, and getting that ingrained because, you know, <laughs> bring me the head, like bring me the head. It's like, you know, Troy in, in the, the bedazzled one, he's a, he's a wizard, you know, and that's how he's portrayed. And like, it's like they, he, he chooses the spirit of that person. He's a wizard, but he's also, let us never forget that this sagely wizard man is also fucking Ahab. So he can always bring that, <laughs> that motherfucking, yeah. like, you know, look directly in his crooked brow <laughs> and look him straight in the eye, you know, like, yeah, man, it's, it's a, they're a good vibe. On it from every angle have you have you seen their aquatine hunger force appearances like oh yeah
I love that film as well. Um, it's a groovy that, that, time. Me and my friend were watching that film and it came on and it like kicked <laughs> in. And I was like, oh, it sounds a bit like Mastodon. And then I was like, wait, this has got to be Mastodon. Satan will rain down hot acid down your throat. <laughs> End of the credits comes on, and I was like, "Fucking knew it! It had to be them." Uh, I do recommend uh, shirt herpes, which is a they make another appearance. Uh, it's a shirt that gives you herpes, and they play a trio. Of, no, it's actually Joe Baby Duck. It's um, it's John Josh Homme who who did some guest vocals on Blood Mountain. Uh, oh yeah, it, it's him, and I think Brent. Uh, who who struggles to? He's a demon. His name's Boggle, and he, he's trying to say the word polyester. Those aren't our names. Carl just said that because he thought it sounded cool. Demons, be gone! You be gone. We love him. Polyester trindles. Have... No, polyester tendrils. Polyester trindles have already entered your pores. Into the yeah, the pores. They are making their way to your hypoth hypothalamus. Hypothalamus when. Will shear from your cerebrum. Cere cere no, cerebellum. Cerebellum. Good. On Earth, you will enter a com comatose, comatose sleep state forever. That was great. I knew you could do this. That sounds rather peaceful, demon. In your mind, you'll be raped repeatedly by this giant octopus. Dear God, no. What's up? I want to get raped by an octopus. I said it. Well, come on then. This will be great for you. Cool. I don't. Hey, I don't. Then you better get someone to take that shit. You don't tell me what to do. I don't have to. Ah! Oh, no, no! You was having your bad dream. Here, I made you some green tea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, your mind will be unraveled by this raping octopus or something like that. It's just Brent as fuck. So another clip I'm going to be sending you, man. So I dig it. Yeah, so... Um, it's, it's, you know, it's interesting. So Slick Leg is, it's like we're at a party. Slick Leg is tw turning 20 and we keep going into all these tangents, but there's love there. I say this about whenever you're at like someone's party and it's like, everyone's just chilling and talking. You're, you're the premise for people being there, but it's not even necessarily like, it's about mastered on the band. Like if, if all that they'd ever made that was amazing, well, then we'd, we'd be like one hit wonder-tastic talking about, oh, the past. But the thing is mastered on our living, breathing, evolving organism that no wonder we're casting we're intuitively going into all these wider spheres and, and deeper spheres as well because they're i speak we have to touch on it obviously they're working on album i i, I say it's album nine frankly because of i i count life's blood and call as as one because that feels like a cohesive body of work and and when i think about that quintet uh you know the um the pent the elemental pentalogy of you know earth air um fire quintessence and and water um in, and i'm gonna ask paul about this and this will finally rest my brain is like paul don't fuck with me you put one you put the classic image the mythological image of father sky or whatever like blowing you know that's that's the like blowing the wind like that is the classic image of wind the elemental and i will finally have it canonically on video paul admitting <laughs> That the element of call of the mastodon slash life's blood is wind right because be, hasn't it? wind when you add the spark you actually need the oxygen for the fire to come and that's when remission you know and then the, the water that's cooled by the water and then when you mix water and fire together they create earth and from the earth you climb up into the cosmos so anyway that's my theory of the it's, it's gotta be tied it's got to be you know that's not it. just Thanks, i can't man. see him doing it lightly indeed it's got uh, to be intentional it has to be I'm, I'm vibing it at least or maybe if i don't know i'll have a moment you and i on the with brand just be like okay so me and danny we had this, we were riffing a couple episodes ago did you pick up on that he's probably like yeah you fucking you serious albert step the fuck away of course i am this <laughs> scholar which he is he's it's he's very scholarly brand he, he's a trojan horse scholar for sure um and i'm stoked about hearing all of the dudes is like i want to as you know, you're a musician, you know, it's like balancing the levels. I want to hear just as much from, because Brand, often he's speaking about the concepts and he's speaking, he's sort of the art director, I guess, of Mastodon yeah. conceptually. But I want to raise up, you know, because Bill's very quiet. I want to raise him up a bit in the mix, you know, just really get him riffing on some of uh, mythologically, culturally, whatever. Like I first, for example, auditorially speaking, 
Bill's sensibilities of riffing are couched and rooted in John Williams' riff. It, John Williams' chord choices, like they're mm. very hard hitting and classical, and then very triumphant, and that has to tie Definitely. in with his Star Wars stuff, you know. I can dig it. I always see Bill as the um, the silent assassin of the band. Yes. You know, he, he you know he doesn't really do vocals or anything like that. He's he's pretty quiet and relaxed in interviews and stuff. Mm. But you know his riffs and stuff like that. And when they play live, he's just a force to be reckoned with. Mm. You know he's he'll fucking kill you without you even knowing it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Completely fucking agreed. I'm gonna <laughs> if I get crafty with the edit, there's a clip from the making of Blood Mountain where it's just him doing his thing. Here we go. Boom. I'm just like I'm just gonna concentrate on playing my parts and like. It's a mess. We get like just this table full of riffs, and like we gotta like put it together like a puzzle. And Got done doing uh, recording my guitar tracks for The Wolf is Loose. Whoosh. Uh oh, that might be a contender. <laughs> it's got no, that's fixed like that zero energy. <laughs> A wolf got loose. Whoa. Really hear my pick slide on this one. <laughs> Fucking Steve Vai. And the Grammy for best pick slide goes to the guy from Blink 182. Not Bill. And so that's him doing it. Basically, they're, they're, they're tracking the music and he is just like playing and then he's just doing, <laughs> he's like, he's just <laughs> fucking around. But yeah, he's, uh, I could, yeah, for each of them, they're such pillars. No one is slacking. Like this oh, solid no. table, this solid fucking, you can push, you can put stacks of books on it. It'll just won't move. Is because each of those pillars bring that exact same level of passion, you know? And uh, I'm vibing that for this next one. I think with, um, and I don't want it to ever be the something that is presumed or whatever, but when I did hear sadly about Nick John's passing, I, I was actually very, you know, you know, I thought about when Brand in 2017 on the documentary said we are lucky enough to have this outlet uh, for processing grief, you know, mm -hmm. and then for then a year later to that to be announced. And I, I had a moment of I felt so sad, but then I was like, if if this would have happened to any band, you had no greater a chance of that man being completely honored and held in eternal creative form than with Mastodon like he's so oh, and then all of us we we love Nick John and he's he's everywhere now you know there's a great line from Dark Crystal it's like uh you know it's Augra asking whatever the Gelfling and and he's like oh yeah my master died and she's like really could be anywhere then and then, yeah, and, <laughs> and that's great because that's yeah you sort of become everything again you know uh and so then I'm really I'm vibing that as being the mood of and and the vibe of um of this next one uh and then co you mix COVID in with that it's gonna be heavy i think people he's talked about how it's gonna be a bit doomier we do the sleep podcast too so doomy's fine with me elder um electric wizard we do that as well so go doomy man is it gonna be are you are you hyped for potentially mastodon's first straight up doom <laughs> record i mean I'm not, I, I do like Doom. I'm mm. more into like the neurosis kind of Cult of Luna oh, yeah, vibe yeah, when it comes to the Doomy kind of stuff. 
Yeah. Rather than the dronier. Oh no, it wouldn't be drony. No, it would be that. It would no, be. But yeah, yeah. I think if Mastodon were to do um, that kind of a record, like a doomy record, it would just be monstrous. Because hmm. you know, even riffs like you mentioned High Road earlier. You know, can you imagine that riff just slow down a bit? Yeah, that would just be. That would be evil. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, they, you know, they're, they're big Melvins fans, and they've covered the bit and stuff like that as well. So you just okay. know that if Mastodon were to do a doom metal album, it would just be fucking monstrous. Yeah, fuck yeah, and especially Melvins, with the weight yeah. behind it of the you know the lyrical subject. If it's yeah dedicated to Nick John, it's going to be mm-hmm. heavy. I, I and I and I meant it when I say it's like there's a, a ritual almost it's so beautiful and it's very it's on it's on us to be extremely respectful like we're riffing you and i on a, on a show but on no level would i ever consciously unless it was in the most respectful tones like even evoke that because it's it's so personal and we, we aren't you know we're on the community side unless there is that venn diagram and i had that i have that now with richie like he's a, he's, he's a pal now and he sent some stuff and oh, but awesome. that would be you would have to feel that i think there's also a respectfulness to the mastodon community and i put that in my instagram post which is you know you know yeah it's it's i think man i think they might even be the only metal band that i believe are so one for one about that 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 aspect like death is just a natural part of life like they mm. they meet it and face it and channel it and each of those records is like a as i said this eternal kind of uh it's like a keeping place for the for that person's spirit like sky is in crack the sky and brent's mm-hmm. brother is in the hunter he is the hunter and uh and and bill's mom and in um emperor of sand and they're just there and it's beautiful and they're everywhere but like that's kind of almost like where their spirit goes to i think i would have to look into it and we probably will about across cultures you know like <laughs> troy did read like the tibetan book of the dead you know for mm. crack this guy um where if there is this notion that maybe they happened upon something of the import the importance of in that moment to to to, to prepare like you know how in certain cultures like oh someone one of our uh, tribes folk have, have passed and so then there's a there's actually there's a, there's a preparation there's all oh, make sure before the spirit you know in at this point you know that that this is done and that this ritual mm-hmm. is complete so that they are safe into the afterworld you know and and that's yeah i can i get a, a sense of just their own idiosyncratic reverence for that aspect of the human experience it's really rad yeah it's mad as well how you know like death is just this you know horrible thing that everybody has to go through mm. but mm. um it's weird how Mastodon have managed to somehow tap into it and channel it yeah. in such a, um, such a respectful way. And it's so sincere as well. It's, yeah. it's like the end not is not the end of the death of people. Yeah. The end know, is not the end. You see, it's just the recognition of a memory, which is, yeah, That's we, exactly. it's, not, it's only in a, it's just a shifting of shapes. It's not really anything ending. It's just, you just become other things, you know? That's it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as you said there, these people are immortalized and they're honored by the guys in Mastodon. You know, they're, you know, as you said, Sky being a part of Crack the Sky. Mm. That's like, something yeah. that's very special to, to, to Bran, but it's also something for us to yeah. appreciate and oh. respect. And I want to say, I want to release it into the world. Yeah, I want to say, I hope you, I, I want to fully, fully honor you for, for mentioning of your friend that at that time when that came out and that is good energy to, to that whole, um, uh that that experience and again i'll reiterate it it's important uh yeah please know that with and it's strong it can be very strong that illusion of permanence but you know that thing of you know ending your own life it's it's it is a permanent solution to a temporary problem it's this see there's there's a a misalignment you should have a temporary solution to a temporary problem you know (laughs) you know so just you got to match those and uh there's friends there's if you're insanely fucking antisocial and you hate people and you wouldn't that's fine there's art out there you don't never talk to anyone i'm an introvert i could see a version of myself never <laughs> fucking <laughs> and i would just dive into art and nature and i would be a hiker and so there's plenty around i love people i love you man like <laughs> but there's plenty to to hang around on planet earth for other than people if you don't like people there's, there's oh, so many so um absolutely i mean to, yeah uh, my my girlfriend she's always a bit um 
when I first met her, she was always like hating the idea of getting older and yeah. oh, I'm nearly, you know, she was only like 24 then. <laughs> She's always like so paranoid of this idea of getting old. And I remember writing her a birthday card that year that just said, um, don't worry about getting old. It's a privilege denied to many. Mm-hmm. And it absolutely is like, you know, you're only given one chance to, to, to do this. You're a good There's soul. Always man. something good to do. Yeah, I. You just need exactly. to find it. Yeah, just find it. It is. It is something good to do, man. And uh, and I didn't mean to interrupt there. I, please go it's ahead. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all I wanted to say is I'm. I already. I just had. I have weird little quasi-prophetic flashes. I just had a flash of you with the gray, fucking killing it, killing the game with that. We'll just catch up, however many years. Hence, we'll see. You know, the cosmos has its own plans. <laughs> That's but there's already a lot of gray in here, so I'm on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging it, man. Well, interestingly, talking about ending of things, but also cycles beginning again. As we end this one, which is coming up to the hour now um, of the show. First of all, thank you again. So grateful for who you are, doing what you do, man. I'm looking forward Thanks to for having me on. It's like absolutely buzzing when you asked. Like you know, I was like, dude, yeah, definitely. It's the big, and that's again, it's an ending, but it's a beginning because we're gonna, we're gonna go. We so this was actually more about, I suppose, just the band, you and I, the evolution, uh, you know, of of their sound and who they are as human beings, most of all. But I think at one point we'll, we will, I think we'll do a, an episode by episode like albums. We'll just okay, let's begin. Oh, so we'd love to do that. All right. Well, how about this? Definitely. So when, yeah, I, I can dig it, man. So when, when the record name and like that path towards the record is, is, is laid out, what we'll do is uh, over on some of the other networks, I have this um, kind of sometimes weekly, fortnightly, depending on schedules. It's like a road to type of thing where people can kind of mm. get on that and, and ride in and talk about that. So say, for example, the record is September-ish, which is what Bill was saying, November-ish. Then you and I, again, hella like if if you have something that you need to do like 10 seconds before we were to record i will never be annoyed like at all like i just i life there's omnidirectional like i have so many life is just you can do so many things and it's i would never i would never hinge and place any expectations like expectations leave lead to resentment and fuck that (laughs) um and so what okay so yeah hypothetically november or something like that then you and i would be like okay well we have this many records this many efes to see if we want to and i would just figure something out send it to you and be like okay well starting in late july we'll we'll fucking we'll have a dedicated call of the mastodon album discussion and just kind of go through each song and be like motherfucker like oh where strides the behemoth fucking hail to hail to fire shut the fuck up (laughs) i'm really looking forward to get i can talk for hours about mastodon to anybody so mad dude and and you know i we get it the adage of like talking about music is like singing about architecture but at the same (laughs) point they serve many other spheres than that it's like we would be talking about music but then vibes of the music instances of when we were listening to it gig stories oh when that song come on that person punched that person in the face and it was crazy you know <laughs> so and i do that for i saw your tattoo of the ghost uh of uh oh. emeritus yeah we do that yeah, we, yeah one of our the ghost podcasts coming up where down the line again tobias like being like what is this you want to talk about things i'll be like okay i got my friend <laughs> my friend danny we got uh girl void vex she's our co-host over there and speaking to the art director or the set decorator of the rats music video you know what i mean like getting fucking people on screen signal boosted you know so but yeah album by album and but so many directions i want to have a whole series of joseph campbell like the very fact they they start blood mountain with you know the hero of the gods the crossing of the threshold Mm -hmm. the belly of the whale refusal of return like so and okay another thing i'm just gonna little teaser trailers because we're dude is the the joseph campbell foundation who actually are this like no matter what album it is you can actually lay a map out of that monomythic arc like they're laid out all mastodon records are laid in a very recent like a way where you could just immediately start listening again and that's the hero's journey you know so Mm. so having that but um man it ended up being like we were just riffing i was like oh this is going to be worthwhile unto itself he's rad in messages but this like i felt like i've made a kindred friend today like that's rad <laughs> oh, Likewise, man. no worries so what's on for the rest of the day for you man um well it's quite late here it's uh, it's like 11 o'clock at night so i'm probably just gonna 
just gonna chill out and listen to some music on my headphones or something that is danny's code for he's about to fucking go crazy he's gonna spin some (laughs) albums fucking who knows what he's gonna do uh for me um yeah so uh i guess it is the weekend here and just getting getting editing on this one but we've got a dune podcast that we're doing right now so but dude love and light to you giant hugs to you and the missus from the missus and i here thanks man see you later take care you too man boy Fight the fight to believe